Hey, girl bosses. I'm Shannon. My name is Emily. Maggie Rogers. The Lumineers. Lord. An industry outsider. We are here with the first episode of Industry Outsider. My name is Emily. My name is Shannon. So we're going to start off the podcast today by talking about some, just some industry news and... You probably shouldn't take it from us because we're not in the industry, but... We read. We're literate. So yeah. we have some uh, things to regurgitate. There's two college degrees between us. There is. They're not in anything related to mu- music. Nope. But, <laughs> again, we can read. <laughs> so. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, so as you're listening, um, luckily, people are getting vaccinated. And so people are trying to reschedule shows and festivals and mm-hmm. everything that was canceled. Um, so they're rescheduling it, and then it's getting canceled again. <laughs> We're seeing stuff get scheduled for, like, September. Mm-hmm. And I know Bonnaroo, people are, like, buying tickets to Bonnaroo in Tennessee for September. The lineup seems pretty a little, good. Right? But yeah. I feel like, I don't know, I think everyone's going to I'm skeptical. Right. Um, I follow this Instagram account, and I don't remember. There's two that I follow. There's agents versus promoters and assistants versus agents, and they were doing a general poll whether or not full uh, capacity venues would be back by July. And 81% of the people on that account said no. I so, have to agree with them on that one, too. That I, seems yeah. fast. Well, I am hoping that something happens because this week is the first time that they're allowing walk-up COVID vaccines and everyone's oh. eligible in the United States. Mm-hmm. Mm. So hopefully six weeks from now, we're seeing a lot more with full immunity True. is my hope. That's very... I mean, that's... Looking good. Mm-hmm. Um, also read an article from Variety this week mm-hmm. that five representatives, they wrote a letter to President Biden requesting that he investigate um, into the Live Nation Ticketmaster monopoly. And you sent me that article and I also read it. And I'll be honest, it is kind of a, a monopoly because we also talked about buying stuff from SeatGeek and how they're... They just send you Ticketmaster. Through... Yeah, everything is through it. Mm -hmm. And I took that survey that you sent me this morning, too. And it was, (laughs) (laughs) like, a survey about third-party apps. Like, if you were going to, like, Lollapalooza or Coachella, would you download an app for that festival specifically? And would you buy a ticket through that app? And my immediate reaction is, like, no. Because I've always bought tickets through Live Nation. And you want it to be legit and mm -hmm. everything. And you don't want to get scammed out of it. But they truly do have a monopoly over the whole market. Do you have any horror stories with Ticketmaster? Um, well, just like, you know when you go to buy something and then uh, there's scalpers buy everything mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, I really wanted to go to this, but the prices are insane now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember um, Maggie Rogers, that concert we went to yeah. in fall 2019? Mm-hmm. Um, so that went on sale the same day and same time as Lumineers World Tour. Yes, I remember that. And I got my Lumineers ticket and I went over to Maggie Rogers. So they went on sale at like 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I was over at Maggie Rogers at 10.06. All the tickets were gone. And my computer froze. Um and yeah, I eventually did of get a ticket. That thing, like, <laughs> load to oh my god, I hate it. But yeah, I did get a ticket, and it was okay. And I also ended up having to reschedule the Lumineers, so I was able to sell my ticket and then oh. get a new ticket for the other date. But I can't say it was a good experience. Yeah, <laughs> and like the whole, I, I mean, I've heard stories of people going to um, the Lollapalooza after shows, and I know that those are like a huge thing. Like, scalpers buy those out really fast because I saw the Rex show mm-hmm. at Courage County at Subterranean in Chicago in Wicker Park. 
and that thing was sold out in minutes mm -hmm. and it was crazy we were so excited we got tickets it was half capacity mm -hmm. when we went in there there was nobody in there and it was a really tiny place first of all it's like that corridor yeah um down there and half capacity lots of people weren't showing up I'd be pissed if I was the artist right? and like half half the people show up, but it's because all the scalpers bought out tickets. They were reselling for like 600 bucks. I bought oh a gosh. $45 ticket. And like a normal priced ticket for Lala, the actual festival yeah. is like starts at, you know, 400 bucks. And you're like, like, yeah, Rex is like huge and everything, but mm -hmm. it's a, it was a tiny venue. A $600 like a, ticket yeah. just doesn't make sense. <laughs> and I know people had also bought tickets off of other people for mm -hmm. that show and then they were fake. And they got to the door and they wouldn't let them in. And they wasted a ton of money. Damn. Yeah. I think power to the people. Like, yeah. if, if you're going to Photoshop a ticket, mm -hmm. then you better be Photoshopping it to try and get a better seat and not Photoshopping it to sell yeah, to somebody else. Yeah, if you're in a massive <laughs> arena and you Photoshop yourself up to that, like, first barricade, power to you. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's what we got right now for, like, what's going on with mm -hmm. shows. I know we're... Itching to get back. Yeah, I haven't bought a ticket for anything in a long time, but mm -hmm. I'm excited for the first concert. Back. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Yeah, I'm gonna sob like a baby. Yeah. Whether or not it's from the music is still undecided because I'll probably also have a panic attack from being <laughs> around so, so many, many people. people again. Yeah. I go in Walmart sometimes and I'm like, there's too many people oh here. Oh my I gosh. Can't I can't back to a full capacity venue. I'm not even sure if that's just a coronavirus thing, though. That's true. <laughs> it's just being isolated for so long. Oh, my gosh. But talking about, you know, anticipating getting back to shows, what music are you anticipating that's coming up? <laughs> well, okay. We're recording this at 7 p.m. And originally, we were going to try for about 10 a.m. I had a meeting that went late, and then we were like, mm, let's do it later. A lot of things have happened. Gone down today. So in those eight hours. Okay, so we wrote down, let's talk about... Olivia Rodrigo, new album, Sour, her debut, out May 21st. Um, I've been an Olivia Rodrigo fan since uh, High School Musical, the musical, the series. Yes. So, very excited. Which you got me to watch the other day, and it was phenomenal. <laughs> Ate every bit of drama oh up with that thing. I binged it all in one night. I went to bed, and Emily stayed down and finished the whole I thing. I watched all of it, and I <laughs> cried. I cried. But it's you know, emotional. It and was. I am very excited to see whether or not she goes to that school or not. <laughs> I am yes. Oh, I'm so excited. I feel like, I don't know, I was watching the trailer yesterday for the second season. Mm -hmm. I think she goes. I think she needs to go. And I don't think, we'll, we'll see what the real life drama <laughs> influences the show because I am curious about her relationship with Joshua Bassett. Oh, me too. And like, not like, not in like a, ooh, are they dating? But, but more like a working like relationship. Working together. Like oh you guys are coworkers at this point. Is this, is the drama slightly for show? And if it is, I they love have that to for play them. into it. Oh yeah. I feel like it's based in truth, but like mm -hmm. definitely heightened. They're yeah. And I mean, it makes sense. I mean, she got her number one single yep. for like eight weeks. <laughs> and Driver's license. Deja Vu was number five. Yeah. She's the first artist to have two, the, her first two songs in the top ten. And to be like a young chart. woman, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Wow. Love her. Uh-huh. Uh, she posted on Instagram earlier today, uh, this cryptic post, no caption. It's like her in this cheerleader uniform next to a locker. And the locker has a number 514 and the number six on the lock. So I think that means May 14, track six, off of Sour, which is good for you. The only thing I don't understand uh, is why she's 
teasing it so early because that's two weeks out still yeah that's true but if, i guess if she keeps dropping hints like taylor swift style you know yeah maybe she's feel, building she's like, that frenzy yeah and like establishing herself as an easter egg dropping artist yeah. oh she's already dropped so many easter eggs remember remember you found sour in um the deja vu music video yes big yep. brain i like big when you brain. <laughs> you were said literate i read it <laughs> we can read read between the lines <laughs> And then we also saw another cryptic Instagram post today from Billie mm-hmm. Eilish that was this little, like, video teaser mm-hmm. of her sitting with her blonde hair, and the caption was just happier than ever. We got a little Did, audio teaser, too. Um, I also, I don't know if I sent you this. Mm-hmm. She made a TikTok account for it called Just Happier oh, Than yeah. Ever. It just has a teaser up. Interesting. I wonder if it's going to be a full project, mm-hmm. because I know you said that her and Phineas had mentioned they were working on the second Yes. Album. I've been listening to Phineas talk more than I listen to Billy. Yeah. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think she's very much into like speaking at conferences. Mm-hmm. He talks a, a lot conference. at like music production stuff, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Yeah. I'm wondering, I think it's interesting that she made or her team made an account on yeah. TikTok for it. Because and it showed especially up on if it's my just page. going to be a like video. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting if it was like a single. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think this is definitely the start of her next era. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of leaning into this, like, golden age Hollywood, yeah. almost, image. Just interesting. I'm excited. Very different from when we all fall asleep. Very different, yeah, aesthetic-wise, but the sound was pretty similar. And then another Instagram <laughs> post. We're getting a lot of Instagram announcements this week. This um, is a very, like, people are talking about doing things yeah. a week, you know? Everybody's got something planned. And Still Woozy also has something planned. Um mm-hmm. Although a bit more concrete than some of the other ones. This one was a very forward Instagram post about a new song and a video on Friday, which I'm excited about. It's kind of refreshing just to have someone say, I'm putting out a song this week. Literally. Okay, like, like, no more decoding the messages. Although, we're both Swifties to the core. We haven't even gotten to that. Literally. (laughs) Well, just wait. But, yeah, I'm excited for that. Good summer vibes. Also Tease's new album. Um, Still Woozy was the concert that we were going to see yeah that was the last ticket i had me too got canceled. right before um everything shut down mm-hmm. so sad we literally bought tickets on like march 10th or something we did, like that which was damn i mean looking back foolish but we didn't know no we had no idea bts is um putting out a new song too yeah and one time emily and i just sat and watched a whole bunch of k-pop we videos. did we've recently become like I would say acquaintances yeah. with K-pop. We have a K-pop appreciation. Yeah. That We're like getting our foot in the door. The Grammys really did it for us. That performance oh, my God. rocked my world <laughs> completely. <laughs> I like the Grammys was eye-opening. It I was. can't explain it in any other words. Wow. Um, and like we were definitely there to see... We are big Taylor Swift fans, obviously. Mm-hmm. Harry Styles fans. Mm-hmm. Um, we were there to see Doja, yep. Megan, but BTS really, they just came out of nowhere for me. And I feel like that's weird to say because it's BTS. Exactly. Like, I've heard their name everywhere. And I do kind of like Dynamite when it comes on the radio. Yeah. But it's that fun. performance, it was so oh good. My gosh. I got I'm going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> um, complete 180 in genre. Yeah. Um, what are we listening to this week that came out? Um, we're listening to some Brista Maroney, the new album. Um, I'll be honest, didn't even hear anything about the drop. It just appeared on my release radar one day. Same with the Shaky Graves album. Mm-hmm. I 
I'm a big fan of checking my release radar and those two just popped up and I was like, oh, a new single. But no, it was the full, the full shebang. I f wish you could be casual fans of smaller artists. Mm -hmm. You know, like I feel that way about Shaky Graves and Bristol Maroney. Um, I feel like when Taylor Swift comes out, if you're a casual fan, you hear about it. Yeah. And if you're a super fan of a smaller artist, you obviously hear about it. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't follow either of them on Instagram. Yeah. Which I guess is where I get all of my music. Yeah, advice. I guess we just <laughs> proved it out right now. <laughs> right? But I wish Spotify did a better job of it. Because I'm on Spotify every single day. And I check my release radar every Friday. And Spotify and even Instagram, honestly. Mm -hmm. You know, I... Like, you sent me that Olivia Rodrigo post today. But it was also the first thing on my feed. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. But I was scrolling for a while before Still Woozy came up. Interesting. Yeah. And you're a big Still Woozy fan. I am a big Still Woozy fan. So it, like, it took a minute. So I was like, oh, this algorithm. Hmm. They've got something going on there. Hmm. I don't know if I'm a fan of it, but... And you know. uh, I feel like this perspective is very... Um... And I do follow Brista Maroney on Instagram. No way. I don't follow yeah. him. So I don't know how I didn't hear about this it. This very... It's a like... very good album. Okay. I, I guess I gotta listen to it. We listened yeah. to start some of it right before this, but I gotta finish it. Went on a walk, it. listened through some of them. It's very, like, sonically cohesive with his other stuff. It mm -hmm. sounds like him. I like it. Yeah, well, I like, his, I, I, like, <laughs> I like his singles, so I'm mm -hmm. excited. Um, yeah, it feels very, like, you know, the Wizard of Oz, don't look behind the curtain. Yeah. It feels like we're not looking behind the curtain. <laughs> so we're just, like, seeing this big face. Yep. And not seeing behind the curtain. That's annoying. But, um, you know, earlier we mentioned <laughs> how a lot of things went down today. And we also talked about how we definitely have our our top artists, and we are definitely bonded on our Taylor Swift love. We're both Swifties, have been born Swifties. Um, <laughs> Out of the womb. But Shannon has a special love as well, and something Listen. major happened today that she'd I, really like to talk okay. about. Okay, I wish we could share what this document looked like at 11 a.m. that <laughs> we're reading off of, and what it looks like now, because I was so excited this morning. I woke up, and I was like, oh my gosh. Lord is about to ship her book going south about her journey to Antarctica, which is rumored to have Easter eggs for the next album, which is highly anticipated. And she mm -hmm. said she would put it out this year. So I was like, oh my gosh, it's supposed to ship late April after a shipping delay. It's coming. And lo and behold, this woman posts on her Onion Rings Worldwide Instagram account. Onion Rings Worldwide. Here we <laughs> <It> go. Was, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, they look good. But it's never about the Onion Rings. It's just like, <laughs> oh my god, Lord is alive. She is risen. <laughs> She's back. Uh, I hope so. Um, I have multiple Twitter Lord news accounts. Lord, at this point, it's Lord speculation and accounts. And they're all on, like, notifications. Yes. If there is even an inkling of what Lord might have been thinking about doing, Shannon has a post notification on. I have been talking about this album release, I think, since, like, February 18. Mm -hmm. I almost passed out at work because someone said it was going to drop in February. <laughs> and I believe, I believe everything I read. That's one thing about me that you should know. <laughs> Just kidding. But I do believe every Lord reliable insider. Um, so in that case, Twitter user at Lord Analytics says big things by the end of the week. Um, who knows what that means? When was it said? Uh, right after the Onion Rings Worldwide post. Oh, okay. So it was so, said today. So today. Oh my God. Today. So you're shaking in your boots over there. Yeah, I'm, I have gotten exponentially more sweaty since we started talking about Lord. <laughs> I just want you to know that. Um, 
yeah, big things might just be either the book ships or it gets delayed again, which like big things. That is a big thing. We never hear from her. Um, my dream is that I get my the email from Lord, the next email from Lord while we're recording this because I have um, a crazy alarm set. She isn't the only person on my VIP email list. And I don't even remember what I said it as, but it's going to vibrate. My phone's going to vibrate. It's going to go off Explode. super loud. I will probably cry when it happens. I'm ready. There's going to be an emergency podcast episode when with you. There is going to be. This down. Well, it's, it is a national emergency. <laughs> also, nobody who I've gone to college with has met me during a Lord release um, because she came out with melodrama as I was graduating high school. I, I'm ready to meet the new Shannon. Well, I we moved in together like a year ago, and I apologized ahead of time. I was like, I'm so sorry. Because Lord came out with like two emails, and I was like, I'm so sorry. You're going to have to live with me through this. And then uh, here we are. Here Three we Taylor are. Swift albums later. But. Three Taylor Swift <laughs> albums later, which oh, I never thought we'd be saying that no. when we moved in. But like, I am so glad we got to live together me through too. this year of Taylor like, releases. With both of us having loved her for so long, mm-hmm. this Taylor Swift revival-like era that she's going through is mm-hmm. amazing. And we also were living together when Folklore dropped, mm-hmm. and then I, we were on uh, Christmas break, but yeah. Evermore dropped. Well, we, we took turns texting each other. We did. Taylor's dropping! The wake-up alarm of, oh my god, did you see what <laughs> she just posted on Instagram? <laughs> and I don't think either of us believed each other. No. Like when we read that. <laughs> You sent it to me and I was like, what? Did she post it? Like, is it a picture of her cat? Like, I don't know what's happening. And I was like, folklore, huh? Well, so my boyfriend told me. He woke me up and was like, hey, Taylor Swift dropping an album. I was like, oh, the re-recordings. Great. And it was Evermore. Yep. (laughs) Yep. I remember that morning. Oh, my gosh. It's... Dang. I never expected it, but it is my favorite era by far. Definitely right up my alley, like... Sound wise, I agree. It's mine too. Completely in love with it. So, would you say you would maybe want to continue living in this era? I would <laughs> definitely want to continue living in this era, but I don't know if I believe all these rumors. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, but you know, uh, the thirtieth <laughs> of April is coming up this Friday, and there is a lot of talk about Woodvale. I uh, okay. I think you should explain it so I can explain why. Okay. I, I don't buy it. So there is a lot of evidence post uh, like pointing to the fact. That the folklore evermore, possibly Woodvale, is a trilogy album era. And there is, there's been like three emojis. She has had three stones on her rings. Um, and again, this all sounds crazy, but if you know Taylor <laughs> Swift, this is just, it's right up her alley. This totally makes sense. And a lot of her merch was released in threes. Like there were, Three, like, candle colors. Mm-hmm. There were three, three scrunchies. Cardigans. Three cardigans. Oh, excuse me. Sorry to call them sweaters. <laughs> sacrilegious. But everything is, like, color-coded. And when you match up the colors, it is green mm-hmm. with um, folklore, mm-hmm. purple with evermore, and then this third blue color that is being seen everywhere that we don't know what it matches up with. And she just actually released, I believe it was, again, on Instagram, lots of Instagram, but um, an Apple Music uh, video on her Instagram stories, and she was all in blue. I did like, see that. She was wearing everything blue, and she had a ring on, and it mm-hmm. had three stones on it. And people were freaking out because they think that this is just another Easter egg pointing mm-hmm. to Woodville being released this Friday. And it's this Friday because it's the same 
Oh my time gosh, that is this Friday. Folklore to Evermore, and then Evermore to this Friday is like the same mm-hmm. time well, span. There's also a caption that has, I don't even remember what it is, I'll mm-hmm. be honest, but it, the, there is an Instagram caption too that someone was like, this means 4.30. Yeah. Um, there's like, oh, and in the background of the Cowboy Like Me music video, not music video, the lyric video, oh, there is actually three books stacked on top of each other, and then mm-hmm. on top of the book, the book stack is a clock. Mm-hmm. And it has the time 4.30 on it, which is April 30th, which is this Friday. Yes. So I think we're either going to wake up to I, a third, a third like folklore trilogy album, mm-hmm. which would be, I'd be so excited. I would, I would too. love it. I would totally take it. But I just, my heart wants it, but my brain says that it's not I, logically what's going to happen. I agree. I think we're not in the folklore evermore phase anymore. I think exactly. she's fully in the recordings. And I do believe her that she was tired of churning out new music. Yeah. And like also believe her that it was a great process. And the fact that she recorded two full albums in that short of like mm-hmm. she was working day and night. How is she going to churn out a third new album mm-hmm. and also just release Fearless? We know she's recorded in 1989. Mm-hmm. There's and a rumor that she's recording Red because of that tweet. Um, I still think she's recording Speak Now. Or Speak Now. (laughs) Regardless, that is a full studio album. She's recording another studio album. (laughs) Exactly. I think think we're definitely getting something April 30th. And I definitely think it's something with threes. I think it could be Speak Now. Mm -hmm. The only reason why I am hesitant to say that is because I just really want 1989. And also, I'm hesitant to say it too because um, the blue color, if we're going back Mm -hmm. to colors, and... It's like that's been pointing to 1989 the whole time. That Rolling mm-hmm. Stone photo shoot that she posted a while ago that people have been referencing back to where it was yellow was fearless, red is obviously red. Mm-hmm. Um, purple is speaking speak now, now, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Which also makes sense. It's literally the cover of yeah. the album. But blue is 1989 mm-hmm. all the way. And so I think it's a possibility we're getting that. Mm-hmm. Or at least a Wildest Dreams single drop, which would I be... would buy because it was in that nice. commercial. Yes. The horse commercial. Um... 1989 is also registered on Shazam. Yes, I saw that. So, and that's I, what happened with Fearless with Love Story. Mm-hmm. So, I think that one's coming next. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think though that there is some evidence for Speak Now with the threes. Yeah, and there are some far-fetched theories that I don't really agree with. Mm-hmm. Like, we watched um, lots of TikTok theories. Oh yeah, <laughs> which are very entertaining. Well, even as far back as a month ago in March, when um. She had her Grammy performance. Um, someone was saying the way she was moving her dress looked yeah, like the cover. Yeah, looked like the speaker. cover, and I thought that was a little too far out for me. I agree with that. And also, if we're going to talk about the dress, I'll say it's blue and gold, which, yeah. in my opinion, points to 1989. And I also agree with your theory about, like, I mean, her whole career so far has been era-based. Mm-hmm. And she's very, like, starts one era, and she'll... Run with it till it finishes. But when it finishes, it's done. I also think from public perception that I think everyone knows that she's doing this re-recording project. Exactly. She's not going to like backtrack now. Right. And I also think that it's a financial positive Mm -hmm. to get 1989 out next. Agreed. If she's got like, and she's putting out her, I mean, that was pop vocal album of the year, wasn't it? It won album of the year. Oh, that was album of the year. Yeah. And that's so fearless. Mm-hmm. So she's getting her like yeah, chart toppers out there. First. And it makes the most sense. And also 1989 is the perfect album summer for summer. Album. 
I want it. Okay, we're going on a massive road trip, and I want the 1989 re-recordings. Oh. And, okay, talking about re-recordings, I so badly want a collab from Harry Styles and Taylor Swift. I love them both so much, and I think that just, and I know people are saying, like, a style collab. I don't even want him on style. I want to hear the songs that they wrote together, because there's evidence I agree with all of that, but also a style collab as, as like a bonus track. Oh, yeah. Like, I want the original style. I want style. her original one, too. I think she's going to deliver on that. I think she's going to do all of the originals. Oh, yeah. Um, she's got to. Yeah. She's not going to change them because otherwise people would le- listen to the old ones still. I agree. And I feel like, what, what is your opinion on, like, listening to her old music now? Like, now that Fearless has been out for about two weeks. Now that the, like, Fearless recording's out, I will only listen to that one. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. I also like... It sounds mature, mm-hmm. like her voice sounds more mature, and it's you can almost not realize the difference. Like mm-hmm. um, when you're listening to, it. I mean, I know that people who listen to it a lot, like I can mm-hmm. tell which one's playing oh, yeah. when it comes on, but it just sounds more full. She didn't really change it production wise, but I just mm-hmm. I love the way it sounds. I love her like her voice in this. She mm-hmm. sounds older, and it just I love it. Yeah. I agree. I definitely noticed, like, a big quality difference. Yeah. And as I'm saying this, I realize it might be, like, you know, the difference between the headphones I own at 22 and, you know, the little dinky CD player I was But I will say, listening to it in the car, I listened to... Because I was like, okay, let's see. And so I listened to um, The Way I Loved You, which is one of my favorite ones off your list. Mm -hmm. I listened to the original and then the re-recording in the car. And there is a big difference, Mm -hmm. like, recording quality-wise, which makes sense. I mean, it's been... Been a couple of years. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm the quality of her recording and the money that she's going to push into this is definitely. Upped. Oh yeah, um, I didn't tell you this. Uh, Love story came on the radio, and I was listening to our college um, radio station, our local one, and I was listening to it and almost had a fit because I was like, "This is the original. Mm-hmm. What are they doing? Why are they playing the 2008 version?" And then I was listening, and I, I caught maybe, like, halfway through the second verse, so it was the back end of the song. Mm-hmm. And I listened to the whole thing, and I could not tell really? which version it was. And I was like, that is interesting. And I think the radio it. always kind of, like, makes everything sound a little, like, clunkier. Oh, yeah, especially, grainier, I'll be honest, you know? our college radio station. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was definitely part of it, but yeah. I think, like, to the general listener... Oh, totally. You won't be mm-hmm. able to tell the difference. And I know that we've, like, memorized every breath she's taken oh, in the yeah. song. But her re-recording it in the same exact way makes you want to listen to her new ones. Oh, yeah. And if you I have agree. any emotional stake in the Taylor Swift fandom, you know that you just feel guilty listening to the old ones. Yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> I think as long as she has a good marketing slash publicity team that are making sure to push the new album, yeah. I think the general consumer will not notice the difference. Agreed. And, and especially, like, putting... I haven't looked or noticed at all, but... I'm assuming that her new, like, re-recorded versions are going to be replaced on Spotify playlists. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure what she's doing with that. Yeah. I I don't know if she'll take the whole old album off. I don't know if yeah. she... If she has the... Like, can she do that? Well, I... I don't know. Or I don't, I don't remember... Control. Do you remember when she didn't have her music on Spotify at all? Do you yeah, that? that was her, her doing. Mm-hmm. That was still under her Big Machine contract. Yes, so, but that was her. She did that on purpose because she had that right. um, big thing with Apple Music too. Right, but to I'm pay saying, artists more. I'm saying I don't know if she can do that anymore because yeah. I don't know what you know her legal stance is with and her old work. 
Oh, uh, old other news. Wait, I did tell you this. UMG is going public later this year, so you can buy stock in it. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, if you want to buy stock in UMG, there we go. What was the last concert you went to? The Lumineers. <sighs> Dang. That was a good one. I was front row. I was at the, oh, I was, wow. I was touching the stage. Um, someone spit on me a little bit on accident. You know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. They, I let them they, spit on me on purpose right now. They sounded great. Smelled terrible. Oh! Like, I was like, ooh, can you guys... I really hope you find a laundromat soon on the road. <laughs> you want to come stop by my house? You can do laundry. Please. Let me free songs. Let me free laundry. <laughs> in, in the industry outsider. Now that you've been listening to us ramble about Taylor and Lord, and everyone else has released some new stuff this week, mm-hmm. we figured in the spirit of the first episode, we would tell you some of our favorite artists. Yeah. Who are you listening to, Emily? Well, I'm consistently listening to... I'm going to say it again. Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maggie Rogers. Mm-hmm. Um, Phoebe Bridgers. Mm-hmm. I think those are my top three uh, ladies right there. I've also been a big Olivia Rodrigo lately. Like, listening to a lot of that. Conan Gray. Mm-hmm. Good one. Um, but yeah, the top three. I've got to say. Um, definitely those three. And with Phoebe's new, her like newest project coming out. I'm not expecting anything from her super soon, but I think Maggie could be coming out with something sooner than later. She's been posting a lot of pictures. She's so been working on something. I'm excited and I'm ready. She is my, my number one. I'm ready. She is a beautiful woman. She is. In, inside, truly, and out. Mm-hmm. I, but I just mean her essence. Her, she is, I want to be friends with her. Mm-hmm. Like really badly. So Maggie, if you're listening, I'm free on Thursday, <laughs> but let's hear it. So we know that you're a big Taylor Swift fan Taylor. and Lord always my number one. Um, I am saving up for a Lord tattoo. I do not have the design picked out, but It'll I'm, come to I'm ruminating on it. You know, a new project. Might just spark some, that's what I'm saying. Might just spark I've, some creativity. There. I've thought about the, there's a logo on the back of the pure heroin album. I've thought about something with melodrama and mm-hmm. nothing's quite speaking to me yet yeah but it'll come lord moves in mysterious ways my friend she does (laughs) get yourself an onion ring tattoo oh well now you got me thinking (laughs) (laughs) um besides that uh the lumineers Mm -hmm. i already have a tattoo for them yes i do um oh jack antonoff uh anything he touches oh yeah bleachers red hearse i'm a big fan fun i've been listening to some Mm. nights the album so good. Throwing yourself back to... Oh, my gosh. I don't even know when that was released now. 2012. Oh, I wow. Think. Maybe 2013. way back. hmm But it's good. Good. You should, have you ever listened to the full album? Oh, yeah. It's... I remember listening to it in high school. Delicious. Um, those are definitely my top. Um, oh, I completely forgot. I'm also a huge fan of Emily Frank. <laughs> Please go stream her on all platforms. Uh, the summer that stood still reality is out now oh, everywhere. Geez. If you want to hear me scream, you Shannon to is it. screaming in the song mm-hmm. Mother Nature. Mm-hmm. So if you'd like to hear our little collab moment, mm-hmm. we got that going. I'll scream for you anytime. But we're also huge fans. Speaking of very small artists, um, <laughs> no, um, not very small. But speaking of smaller artists, um, me and Shannon do like to look around. And discover some new sounds together. So we mm-hmm. have been listening to Gatlin recently. And mm-hmm. I loved her previous project. Um, mm-hmm. 
the sugar coated EP that she came out with in 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, big fan of talking to myself when I heard that one, mm-hmm. but she did just come out with a new song called "What If I Love You," and I'm a huge fan of it. It's emotional. Yeah, <laughs> like even if you're not still in love with that ex. Now you are. It hits home. Now you are. (laughs) Now you are. Good luck getting over them again. Again. (laughs) Because she just brought it all back up. Mm -hmm. So that's our um, small artist song of the week. You can find her on all streaming platforms under Gatlin, G-A-T-L-I-N. I'd like that we call her a smaller artist as if we have a bigger platform than her. (laughs) Yeah. Even though she's got Mm -hmm. 200,000 listeners. And we have you. Exactly. So thanks for listening this week. I hope this felt nice and intimate. Yeah, we're going to go make dinner and um, hope that Laura just spontaneously emails. And if she does, we're sitting back down. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you again next week. Thanks for listening. I'm Shannon. My name is Emily. I'm an industry outsider.